Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then here like, comes the slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tiffin, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tiffin. Hey, girl, hey. So we have LaShawn Tipton. She is known as the Chatter Chick. Then we have Jerry Tipton. Yes, they're related. The millennial <laughs> chick. <laughs> and then we have Kiki Brown, who is the radio chick. So, ladies and gentlemen, Kiki, the radio chick. So I'm going to turn it over to Hey Girl Hey. I feel like I need to do that. Hey Girl Hey. <laughs> hey Girl Hey. Hey. Hey Girl Hey podcast, uh, Urban Media Today. We are live. Live today. We are live. Am I loud? No, I was trying oh, to Because I, I had a couple sips, so I'm going to be amplified. That's what's bit. up. <laughs> okay. She said, can I get a drink? Are they, let me get another one, please. No, are they they're free? not free. No, honey. Okay. Gotta pay. I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. <laughs> and I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. <laughs> and I'm the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. This is the Hey Girl Hey podcast. You can hear us on urbanmediatoday.com, Spotify. Find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, mm -hmm. and Anchor FM. Did I hit all of them? Tune in. Tune, yeah. Oh, yeah, tune in. Look at <laughs> God, won't he do it? Yeah, won't right. he do it? Don't forget. So we're here live at the legendary, the iconic Kelly Strayhorn Theater. Is this the first time you guys yeah. have been here? You've been here not before. Not me. I, I was here when I was a kid. Okay. And that wasn't too long ago because I'm not that old. Okay. But yeah. this is your first time this here. This is my first time here. Okay. And we're just in the foyer. That's a, that's a word, right? It sure is. The foyer. You're right. You, you so smart. We're here in the foyer. I'm as smart. You is smart. You is kind. And you is important. Okay. Yes, I is. am. I am. So this is the first time I've actually hosted an event here. All right. Oh, I did. Well, I hosted First an event time for everything. A long time ago. It was a dance. It was a dance competition. So yeah, that was fun. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fun. Yeah, but no, they We're have excited. An, an amazing program here. Mm -hmm. It's been here. I don't know, what, a hundred fifty. 20,000 years. You guys have been yeah. here for a long time. For a long time, right? Yeah, this is a landmark. If you're listening, if you're listening online and you want to visit Pittsburgh, please make sure the Kelly Strayhorn Theater is one of the stops. Definitely. Outside of the originals, um, Pamela's, mm. and... Oh, um, those landmarks. Okay. Yeah, those <laughs> other landmarks, too. And then, like, the corner <laughs> Jitney Station, they still, they're still iconic. Yeah. The Jitney Stations. Oh, the Jitney they're Stations. I, yeah, they're oh, iconic the Jitney well. Shout out to the executive director, Miss <laughs> Janera Solomon. Thank you. And hey, uh, Ms. Or Mrs. Orlana Darkins Drury. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us today. So those of you who are new to the show, please know we get ratchet. Just a little. We get low Not me, because I'm a woman of a certain age. <laughs> and I don't do please, that. Please, I need one person uh -huh. in the audience to take count how many times she says, I am a woman of a certain age. She ain't going to let you forget it's it. It's usually, what, 10? 10 about the first about 15 minutes. Let's get started, ladies. Let's get started. Right. So we have quarter segments. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Carrie, who's our engineer. Uh, we have quarter segments. Every 15 minutes, we'll talk about something different. So here's our first lead-in, and we have a guest for this lead-in. We do have a guest. Can you um, introduce your guest? Ms. This I'm going to take a sip while you're take, take a sip. This I'm is a, uh, a very, very good friend of mine. One of my, no, very good lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is one of my best friends. He was my co-host on my old radio show when I was at Point Park, the tip an hour. Mm -hmm. And he's super funny. He does comedy and you know, he'll make you laugh. I just want to give it up to Delonte Winter. Hey, Delonte! Hey, Delonte, come on up here. Take a sip, too. Take a sip. You're going to need it, I'm honey. I'm a little afraid of that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need that drink. We got something for you, brother. Hold up. We got something for you. Don't, don't back up too much on that. OK, go on. Do you want to just stand? Do you want to just stand? I'm scared. Can you just stand? Do you want to Is that better for you? Stand for the flag. Stand for the flag. Stand for the flag. Just stand for the flag. Is this better? Is this better? Is that better? You guys all right? You guys feel safe? I can do this? Okay. They only seen your backside right there. That's a lot of back. That's a lot of back. They can't even see us. I did not want to No, just stand up. Yeah. Just stand up. Boy, because you come off that stage, boy. Just to let you guys know, this is the first time we are live yeah. on, on a, at a different We're location like outside of our podcast studios. Um, I wanna, first off, I want to apologize for having my back towards you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to look at, but I just want to apologize. In advance. Okay. Let's get started. We'll do this. Delonte, yeah. you're, a, you're a podcaster, you're a comedian. Bus driver, usher, oh. what else? What security, guard. security guard, <laughs> chicken wing eater, Uber driver. A father. A, a father. First off, a father. There you go. All right. So let's just get down to this. No, I'm glad you mentioned father. Yes, that's not, not no, no daddy, no baby's dad. I'm a, I'm a father. You don't smash Absolutely. the dash? No, I'm, I'm too big for to be smashing the <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. She I'm glad you were trying to get away. I'll breathe and leave, but I ain't smashing. So what's what's the lead in, Jer Jer? So Delonte, <laughs> you ready to hear this? Okay, come on. Are this you is sure? Breaking news. This actually. is yes. this is breaking news. So, are you ready for the first male birth control? What? First, first, <laughs> male, first, right. first birth male control. birth control. We Conception. The first tell you this. That will control. stop you from making babies. That's been condoms. No, this yeah. is different. Apparently, those there's don't a new work way. Well. With the, uh, you, it's like, so like a switch, right? No, no. <laughs> a switch? No, that like it's like a surgical switch you can no. put on you. But no. no, we wish, but Should no. Should we explain Honestly, to Delonte yeah. the newest yeah. development? First, please, yes, to please. stop our population. All right. Um, you want to tell him? Sure. You want to tell? Go ahead. So, um, the New York Post, they are reporting there is now a government funded biomedical research agency. Look at her when she's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has successfully know. completed a clinical trial on an injectable male contraceptive. Injectable. So, the birth control method, which lasts about 13 years, involves injecting a polymer. The stress. Pee -pee. The pee -pee. Wait, don't yeah. don't try it. Don't try it. <laughs> I'm like, just don't like don't try and read the terminology. All right. Just, anyway, yeah. it's good for 13 years, and they inject it inside you. Of your Boom. Life. You say what? What do you think about that? Because no. you're a millennial. No. Why did you say no? <laughs> Why did no. you say no? You said no because of the pain, because of the process, no, right? No, not at all. No. Why did you no. say no? Um, first off, it's just like um, it's just like when you neuter a dog, a male dog. Mm -hmm. Say, let's say I got a I got a, a bully. His name is Champ, and I knew the Champ. So Champ's balls is clipped. He's not a Champ no more. He's Chump. Oh. Mm. So, he's still Champ. No, Don't do that. His name is Chump. It, the you, A comes not. off. It is. I'm the reason why I'm not for is because um, it's like I, I come from a big family, a big family, yeah, and I want a big family. 
You know, yeah, believe it or not, we are. We're really Is anybody happy else related because to them? Because they're clearly. I got my cousin right. over here. Right. Hey, girl. Oh, like <laughs> oh, he they is too. Oh. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's like. Yeah. 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 Those three guys right there, that's my cousins. Hey, yeah. cousins. That's okay. my great uncle. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. All right, let's get back to the question. I just don't feel like, what do you need it for, you know? I don't to stop don't from smashing and dash, you know. It's music. called pull out. You know oh, that don't work neither. concepts. this is a millennial <laughs> thing. This is why my daddy said he pulled out, and here we are. I'm thirty one for two right now, but listen, I feel like it's no, no, not at all. Not even about the pain because men, there's men out there who has have their penis pierced. Ooh. So getting a shot is nothing. Every Maybe man was like, uh-uh. <laughs> right, I know it's some like, of y'all are cringing uh-uh. right now, but when we go to clinics and we get our, our tested, you know, they stick a pipe cleaner yeah. in the hole. So yeah. that should be nothing to get a shot in there. Right. No. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare, no. Mm. I don't think that's, I mean, that is another way to control population, which, you know, the government is doing. 13 years. No, Ooh, you could do whatever. Now, here's here's <laughs> my debate on this. Here's my debate. Is there a this. rush policy where I can <laughs> speed it up? <laughs> what? <laughs> and you can see I'm, why I'm, wait, I'm the what? chatter chick. I can't yes. sit back on these subjects. Because I'm just saying, like, what off. if what if I get the shot and I'm just running through them? But I don't I'm do just that. Running I, I through don't them. do that. <laughs> just running I'm just saying. Them. Okay, James Conner, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> He's a running back. Okay, I was. And I find the I right thought one. You knew his personal business. I was gonna say you put him And off. I found the right I one. Okay, go ahead. And I do want to trap her because there are men out here that do trap. I'm sorry. Whoa, there are. Yes. There's plenty of you. No, ain't no my. Oh my lord. No, there was. I said that there are men that do trap. Okay. So what is that? I, yeah, a lot. But what if wait, I really wait. want a family with this one woman, and okay. I can't have because I'm still in my 13 hour. 13 oh. years. That window. was my question year. as okay. well, because I wanted to know if you met the right one and say you're five years into the shot. It's like, I love you, baby, but I'm shooting blank, so. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no can problem. you reverse it? So I, I That's don't, what I was going to ask. I think there's more into the study. Um, I also believe that, I know that they've, they've studied 303 candidates for this. It is They're ready dumb. to go. It's ready. Um, but Qu- I quick, think it quick is question. a Is there any men out here that would do it? Show of hands. Maybe, exactly. Maybe I should I'm going to take a sip. There's no, ha- there's no hands in here. Yay, no. if you would. No Yay. man in the right mind would do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yay, if you wouldn't. I don't Yay. say. No. Okay. They Sir, don't. you have you any kids? <laughs> you have any kids? You have a what? Uh, I have one. One? And how much joy does your child bring you? So how, what if you feel if you wanted another? That's like double the pleasure, double the fun, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want another one. And, but you can't. Yeah, expensive though, but you can't because <laughs> you got that. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't. The do government that. flew it in you. Okay. Mm, so okay. That doesn't. Do you understand? No, I totally get it. Yeah. But here's where I am with it. So there are some, and we're at the five minute mark, Miss Carrie. Here, so you get the shot, and there are some immature young men out here who think. Because I got the shot, I could pretty much run up in and out of anybody that I want to. Raw right. dog. Raw dog in it. Wow. Dumbass is not thinking, mm. oh, wait, STD. I'm concerned that the STD rate is going to, it's going to skyrocket. Yeah. It's going to. Because it is. we're not paying attention to the fact that this is only to prevent 
Pregnancy. Babies. Mm -hmm. K-I-D, not H-I-V. Yeah. Or STD. Any other right. acronyms I need to know? You, I think so you this is, but, uh, but 303 men have been, have, have done this. Wow. And I, I guarantee you, you and no you side that effects, which I'm not happy about. They're all hoes. I guarantee you they're all hoes. They're all hoes. Okay. Ooh, they're all hoes. <laughs> Believe it or not, yes, men can be hoes too. So in the last five minutes, we have to talk about this. The lead in is hoes versus heroes. Uh, Here's the thing. Anybody know who Lori Harvey is? Nobody knows who Lori, one person. All right, shout out to Vanessa. <laughs> Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, Marjorie Harvey's daughter. How do you know her? Exactly. So, she has been rumored to now be dating, if that's even right, if I said that grammatically correct, I don't know. I've had oh, something to drink, right, I've been it. drinking. So, she has been rumored to have been dating Future. She does not do porn. Who wants to date Future with all those But kids. now she's dating Future. But see, because she has been rumored to have been dating these male celebrities like Trey Songz. It's a come up. Diddy. It's a meal ticket. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, <laughs> I get that. But see how we immediately attack her or label her, and sometimes it's more women mm -hmm. than men that label her as a hoe. When she's single, she has no kids, she's doing the same thing that Future is doing, mm -hmm. but Future is smashing and dashing. Future is planting seeds, increasing the population. He needs, he got a, he needs the shot. He's, he's a farmer. He need double he's a farmer. He said he's a farmer. Okay. So farmer. Why, why is there a double standard there? It actually, they're all in, um, there's not a double standard. There is not. There's levels to it, but there's, there's no double standard. Why, why so? Why do you a think hoe's so? a hoe, period. Wow. <laughs> He's like, yeah, honey. How do you So wait, 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 wait. There is no. Would you say that Future was a hoe? He's being hoeish. She's oh, also but being she's a hoe. No, because she dates. Wrong. That's a double she's standard. not dating. She's not. How you know? What you, you mean? Do you know her? What do you mean? I don't know her, but I'm listening from what you guys were saying. No, well, see, what you have she's to understand. Going, I'm a woman of a certain age. Two. Oh, here she go. Said it right. I date. And I date a lot, and I date often. That doesn't make me a hoe. That's not, no. I get you're dinner. only a hoe when you're, you're sleeping with all of them. But why do we call Lori Harvey a hoe? We don't know if she's sleeping with them. We just know that she went out with yeah. them. So we immediately it's label a her a hoe. Thing. Ladies, it, anybody, fellas, anybody agree with that? I mean. Ladies, who, which one of you ladies in here are oh, dating? Wait, what are you going to ask them? I'm, wait, 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 wait. First which one of y'all is a hoe? No, no which no, one of y'all? <laughs> People who are dating multiple men? I think that's what tell. he wants to ask. Who's, which one of you ladies in here are dating multiple men? That doesn't include I don't think they would them. say anything if they were. Exactly. So you know, and why is that wrong? There's nothing I'm, wrong with that. I'm raising my hand because I'm a man. Who called that, that fresh, but is not that a hoe? Is there something that's wrong with that? That's not wrong. It's not wrong. If a man could do it, a woman could do it. A yeah. man can but do it. He's still considered a hoe. You ain't going to call him a hoe. You're going to call him a hero. My ninja. That's exactly what you're going to do. You're going to give him the dad. No, I'm, my fam, don't, yes, don't drink off it. my 40. No. Wait, what? Fam, you can't drink off my 40. No, no. Really? No. Honestly, me personally, anybody knows me knows. But you're insinuating because she's dating, she's having sex with these multiple men. That's dating. what it is. Dating yeah. is dating. It's not if that she's she, having sex with any of them. All right. I don't want to be chauvinistic, but. You these, are. These is a if lot. If you have to say, <laughs> but, <laughs> sir. We're going to cut you off. We appreciate your time. <laughs> we are at the one-minute mark. Oh, my goodness. Every segment <laughs> is 15 minutes. Thank you so much, Delonte. Done. We need security to carry him outside.
<laughs> you ain't right. Thank get you. your drink. <laughs> get he your damn drink. drink. <laughs> Listen, this is the first segment. When I we wish. come back, what's the, what's the lead in for the next segment? Because just in case you did not know, we have 15, well, you may know because I said it earlier. We have 15-minute segments, and we talk about different things, and some of them are from emails that you've sent us later on in the show. We're addressing one of those emails, but for this particular one, this is something that this chick started last podcast. Ooh, I love it. And mm, you, yeah. Sorry. So, call them in projects. Anyway, we're going to break. They are. It's the Hey Girl, Hey Podcast, the hey. Urban Media today. Welcome to the world of alternative healing and wellness. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center, located at 2336 East Carson Street on the South Side, bringing effective and alternative solutions to inspire hope and restore happiness and health to the Pittsburgh community. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center is a pet-friendly and warm, welcoming establishment that specializes in natural healing and wellness services. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center sells Wonder Lab natural vitamins and Green Roads CBD products to those who are looking for more effective alternative solutions for chronic pain. Log on to our website, naturalhealing-wellness.com or call 412-904-1399. Now open the Natural Healing and Wellness Center, 2336 East Carson Street on the south side of Pittsburgh. Call 412-904-1399. That's 412-904-1399. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Hey podcast on Urban Media today, live from the Kelly Strayhorn Theater. What's everybody up, nice everybody? Let me just tell y'all, I may have had a, an, an ounce or a no. half. I don't know what the wine guy in the back is putting in the Chardonnay, but I'm hot. I don't know. I didn't get a drink. It's not nothing, girl. This ain't even liquor. This is just, <laughs> it's Chardonnay. That's a little warm. I'm hot. Now, can I be a woman that's, of a certain age now? That's a flash food. That's a flash food. That's the old Lord people coming Jesus out. That's just hot. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's a flash boo. Okay. <laughs> it's a flash. Oh, oh, really? A it's a, age, a, oh, really? You gonna put me Maybe. in a club? Okay. Menopause. I, don't get this, I just glisten. I don't sweat. I glisten. Thank you. All right. Let's get started. Anyway, so Lashawn, you started something. I know. You gotta know. listen to the to to the last podcast. Um, or I forget which week it was, but we talked about women who dated startup guys. Ooh. So explain what a startup guy is. Yeah. yeah. And I think mm -hmm. we have a, do we have a guest for this one as well? Yes, we do. We have a guest for this one. He didn't even know he was talking about this right. today. Yeah. He's like, I got on my new suit. <laughs> got the church shoes got on. Got the church you shoes know. on. Got this birthday suit on. Go ahead and introduce oh, your friend. This is David A. Jones from David A. Jones. He's president and CEO of DA and Associates in Consulting. So David, come on up here. Come on up here, David. You need yeah. a fan? You might need a fan I for this. Need a drink. You might need a drink <laughs> for this one. Watch out, don't go back. Okay. Yeah, please don't move back. Oh, Lord. So, LaShawn started something, David. Yes, ma'am. So, basically, we were talking about, about dating men and dating broke brothers and mm -hmm. building them up, fixing their teeth, cutting off their jerry curl, mm -hmm. right. taking away their acne, building their credit up. Just for the next, just for the next man, right? Just for the next woman. That's a stepchild. <laughs> stepchild. Is that a stepchild? <laughs> so, well, LaShawn said that what? I feel as though it was a project. 
-hmm. And that's what I call it, a project. I, don't, I wasn't trying to be hasty or mean when I said it, but the reason I called it a project is because, um, and I put my business all out there, I'm just saying. She's a woman of a certain know, age. I'm a woman of a certain age. So what happens is, um, if someone, like I'm, I'm gonna probably get surgery, and I know you're looking at me and probably thinking she doesn't need it. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. But what happens is sometimes you meet people and they want to, you know, bless you with some <coughs> different things. So if I get blessed with, you know, more perky breasts and maybe a flatter stomach <laughs> from somebody who likes me or like me a whole lot, um, I, that doesn't mean I'm going to marry him or he needs to marry me. So I would essentially be his arm candy or just the project. So I called the guys, when you fix them up and you get them ready for somebody else, if they leave you and they go to someone else, I said, well, just call it a project. That's all it is, he was just a project. And so one of the guys who do the radio show after us, Kevin Cameron, he was a little, he says, well, maybe. He was pissed. He was pissed. He was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have called it a project. You should have had a male perspective No, you gotta that. say it like Kevin said. You know, I didn't understand. Oh, I Sorry, go ahead. Sure did. I didn't understand, LaShawn. You maybe you should have called. You know, LaShawn, I said it. You know, so we. I, I brought my good friend David up here to, just to get you know your view on that. Would you call that a project? Now, um, he's a good friend of mine, um, and I don't know if he's going to. I guess you say you better watch what you say. Mm -hmm. Watch what you say and. And if you have some couple extra dollars to fund my project to get all the Wait things a done for what? me Ooh. as my friend. We go fund me I'm now? Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to do a GoFundMe page. And I want so David to help me, me out. <laughs> get a so basically, so the, the premise behind it was women who build these men up expect to be proposed to. Yep. If yeah, I am fixing you up, yep. if I'm fixing you up, I'm fixing your teeth. I got you some new glasses. Got you a little. I fixed that beard. I gave you that little mm -hmm. boot, boutonniere yep. on yep. your jacket, David. <laughs> I did. I made you, David. Wear my ring. Well, Hello. I think the word project is a little. You're offended. Certainly offended. Uh, Peter right? and Paul. <laughs> yeah, so relationships don't have to be forever. Right. And if you care about somebody, you want the best for them, even if you're not with them. Okay. I got a, I got one amen. Right. I got one amen. Praise them. Praise them. They from Let the hill. They're, they're from the hill. That's so <laughs> I think that's that's very important. And so you always want the best for people. Right. Even yeah. if you're not with them for forever. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, the project piece that's a little hard because I think most guys can get it together on their own. Hold on, Miss Davis. Excuse me. Hold on. Oh no, y'all can't. I will repeat that. <laughs> right. I will repeat that. I believe that you can get it together on, but we all help each other. Right. That's what a relationship is, is a partnership. Right. So if you're my partner from 2018 to 2020, we do things together. And then if we don't move on to the next phase because of life or whatever, it's still okay. okay. I just don't want nobody reaping the benefits off of what I did. So Jer Jer is the one that says she want to ring. <laughs> you know, just I've, to let you know. Actually, you know, if I put you, you know, mate, well, can I say made you? Uh, I guess you could say if I made you and I was there with you when you had nothing, I expect the ring because nobody else will want you when wow. you had nothing. She That's was how Stella. I she was Stella. She yeah. was burning a car <laughs> and lighting a cigarette. That was Stella. Yeah, I'm just saying. Because I'm not going to build you up for somebody. But I think as you get older, you look at things differently. Yeah. You just look at relationships look differently. You look at partnerships differently. And maybe that person gave you what you needed. Maybe they didn't. And, and that makes you the person that you are today. Right. I mean, yeah. I agree. Do you agree? But 
Larissa down the street. She don't agree. She put all her money and all her effort, all her stress into this man. And she helped him. And Lil Ray Ray kept going in and out of prison. Mm-hmm. Put know, money on she the was books. helping him. She got him in a GED program. <laughs> so what was her motive, though, right? No, I mean, because she loved him. What was her him. motive? She loved him. Right. She loved right. him. And so, you know, marriage. she's like, if I show you, if I, if I show you that I'm there. See, in a relationship, what I had learned. All right. Was we're on a job interview. You're on a job interview. Until when? When you're dating. Until hold when? On, hold on, you spoke. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a job interview, right? So you are trying to prove to, I don't want to say your employer, but your prospective husband, hopefully, that's a goal for a woman, most. That some. Okay, sorry, thank you. She's like, don't put me in it. Um, and we're, we're, we're trying to prove to you that we're the one. I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, exactly. I'm making sure I'm handling the bills, That's I'm beating one. these kids' ass, I'm doing this, I'm doing what you need, I'm trying Working to, I'm swerving jobs. it, I'm serving it, I'm doing everything that I need to do. And I'm trying to, I'm telling you, sir, I need this job. I want this job. So what I'm doing is I'm helping you. I'm helping you get your hair cut. I'm getting your tires rotated. I'm making sure, and I really mean literally. I'm taking you to, I'm taking you to the store to get your tires rotated. I'm not doing it myself. I'm, you know, I'm making sure that when you fall, I'm holding you up. Okay, yes Mm ma'am. And we're doing it for a long time because you can't find out when you want to make a decision. Mm -hmm. If she's going to be the right person or not. That is, but isn't that reciprocal? I though? know something. <laughs> isn't, okay. it, is, doesn't it work both ways, though? I think it works. I'm helping you, Absolutely. you're helping me, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. think. And so somewhere along the line, we just figured it's not working, right? Yeah. We, we appreciate this ways. opportunity. It's not working. Yeah. Well, then God I feel bless like I'm you. being used. Live long yeah. and prosper. <laughs> you, then, you know, but, but we're dealing with two different animals. You have a man, a man that looks at a different perspective. This is why you're here. Uh, who looks at it differently. Like, well, this is our duty. Our duty, you know, this is, you're doing it because you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart. But a woman is an emotional creature. Absolutely. And so we're like, we're showing you our love. We let down our guard. We let you in our Mm -hmm. garden. We are letting you till our weeds. We are letting you into our world. We are trusting you. And all we did was ask you to ask us. And what you did was you asked her. Can I say something? Listen to y'all Tyler Perry mm. audience. Oh. <laughs> mm. It's getting hot in here. No, seriously, but this is so, somebody's so story. So as, as, as an older gentleman, men Can are, you say a man of a certain age? Right, a, a, a man of a certain age. Well. We're supposed to protect. We're supposed to nurture. Yes. Right, and we're yes. supposed to give. Yes. And shield you from all the evils of the world. Right. Right? So all those things are happening simultaneously. You're doing your part, and I'm doing my part. Mm. And together we do great things. But when it's over, it's over. I think the, the for so, real. I, I think the bad that. thing is that people hold on to relationships way longer than, than we yeah, should. should. Now, yeah, whether I put one. a ring on your finger or not, that one. if I'm not happy, you'll there be you somebody with a ring. Dion yes. Cole said that. He said they gonna only live, they gonna only be with you for this long. This is how long they were purpose to be with you. And when they hit that, they ain't going no further. You can't That's expect it. them to go no further. So you got to be like, it was nice knowing you. Thank you so much for this ride. I'm going to see you later. And I keep on climbing up. Y'all need to go watch that Netflix. <laughs> and hopefully we can still be friends and not enemies. Yeah, right. but that ain't going to happen. I mean, that was, that was, <laughs> no. It, it can. That's not, grow, When you nope. become a woman of a no. certain age. You ain't going to mess up my credit. It didn't talk about, can so, we be friends? Yeah. 
I mean, I get that. And maybe me saying that it was a project, because it is a project to me, that, that my terminology might have been wrong, but I essentially feel the way David feels. Thank you I mean, very I much. think, yeah, we got that one. Because um, I feel you give and take in a relationship. So all because, you know, he might have given me something. I, I gave something, too. But I don't expect to reap a marriage proposal I from do. it. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, that, that, and I guess that's dating with a purpose. Yeah. You know, yeah, people right. date with a purpose. Doesn't everyone have always, one, though? Does everyone have a dating with a purpose? Yes. Everyone date but with a purpose? All, no. Okay. Yeah, you're not out to just haphazardly dating. Everybody does things with a purpose, <laughs> but it doesn't always turn out to be the way you think it's going to yeah. turn out to be. And right, that's okay, right, yeah. because then that project is done and go on to another one. But you call but it a project But how many projects again. do you want to keep doing? Stay out of the projects. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to keep doing it's multiple not. projects, and it's not going to get anywhere. That's the issue I have. Yeah, well, you know, it happens once you become a woman of a certain age. All right. <laughs> Things happen. Seven. Okay. Seven? Seven? Yes. Dang, Things happen, you know, and, and you, you, you learn. You don't become bitter. After no, yeah, I think right. at this age, when, I, when things happen with me and, you know, other people, I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And I'm like, go on and bless him, Lord. Bless him. And bless him with whoever he's going to be with. Because I know mine is coming. So I'm, I'm good with that. Like, go on and do you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm not doing all that so he can get, give me a ring. But I think know? that... But don't you meet people where they are, though? Right? Not I mean, the once no. the interview process goes, the dating and the, all the, the flowers and those you things... Know. Don't you meet people where they are? And don't you see them for who they are? When does that happen in a relationship? Yeah, and when do you go once you see that's not what you want? I'm just asking, right? So mm -hmm. at some I'm point, when the mask come off after the first couple dates, and all those things, then you see people for who they are. That's true. When they have a rough day or a bad day, and you have a rough day and a bad day, yeah. and now the masks come off, and so now you are able to see, wow, this is really what a life would be with that person. Maybe it works and maybe it doesn't. Jerry was looking up in the air like counting how many. He's like, oh, it was 10 times that happened. <laughs> that's why I had to look Ginger right. was like, I didn't pay your yeah. T-Mobile bill. All that. I put money on your books. Commissary. I saw your face. I saw your I, face. All of that. She said commissary. <laughs> no, that's that but does, a real, does a real man term. need all that, though? Would you, all those okay. things you said. See, that's a different subject. Does a real man need all that? Do you come to the table with something as well? No, 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 no. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. I don't believe that we need to super serve mm -hmm. if all you're trying to do is to be loved. If it is conditional, if it is something that this person feels for you, as long as we are honest to adults, to honest adults, and if you're saying to me, and I think we talked about this in the show, mm -hmm. um, and we have two minutes, if, if you're saying to me, look, I don't want anything serious. I'm just trying to rebuild myself, because we're talking about projects here. I'm just trying to rebuild myself. I really do not, I don't, I don't need a mother, I have one. Right. I, I'm going to a credit counselor, I don't need you to help me build my credit. I just want you to love me. Mm -hmm. Not every man can say that. Not every woman can say, look, I have daddy issues. And I just need somebody to take care of. Wow. I have issues much. going on with me. It's too much. And I, I mean, I don't think these relate. These, uh, these conversations only last in Tyler Perry movies. Like, yeah, they don't. Really like, <laughs> they're not real. So no one ever movie. has these conversations. But if this, was a, if, but if this was a situation that if, if these two adults, responsible adults, we're almost out of time, had these conversations, I think we would just totally not even have this, exactly. have this topic. People don't because come in. Because we need to yeah. be real and just say, look, I like to spend money on you. I want to build you. 
because it makes me feel good. And I will be yeah. expecting well, a ring be, later. Don't be mad when you build them. No, 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 you're absolutely, you know? mm -hmm. she's talking okay. to you. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> don't be mad, Jerry. And so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all just want to be loved. Yes. So we just want to be loved. We just want to be loved. Okay. We want to be loved. You want to yeah. end it like that? <laughs> we'll end it like that. We'll end it like that. All right, so uh, that's the second half. Thank you so much. Give it up for Mr. David. Thank you, David Jones, DA Jones and Associates. So we're, we're going to take a break, and the second, the second break, uh, the second half, actually, we're going to have an extension because we have a special guest uh, in the house, and her name is Kimberly Fairley, and she is the founder of Beauty and Brokenness, and she's also an author, a public speaker, a host of a Christian te television program on Cornerstone TV called Sister to Sister, and she's going to talk to us about some very important issues. So it's going to get serious. If you are sensitive, we're going to talk about some very sensitive um, uh, information here. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Welcome to the world of alternative healing and wellness. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center, located at 2336 East Carson Street on the south side, bringing effective and alternative solutions to inspire hope and restore happiness and health to the Pittsburgh community. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center is a pet-friendly and warm, welcoming establishment that specializes in natural healing and wellness services. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center sells Wonder Lab natural vitamins and Green Roads CBD products to those who are looking for more effective alternative solutions for chronic pain. Log on to our website, naturalhealing-wellness.com or call 412-904-1399. Now open the Natural Healing and Wellness Center, 2336 East Carson Street on the south side of Pittsburgh. Call 412-904-1399. That's 412-904-1399. Hey, girl, hey. hey. It's the Hey, Girl, Hey podcast, Urban Media Today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. I am the millennial, as you all know. And Jerry. I am the chatter chick, LaShawn I, Tipton. She oh, usually says, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the millennial chick. <laughs> you was ready chick. to go. She usually chick. drops bars when she introduces herself. I'm the, the millennial. I can, chick. I'll think of something next round. You she said really that did. two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, she you did. Just, rapping is not for you. You never know. So we're gonna we're gonna. Did you say? Did you introduce Dang. yourself, honey? I did. I, I am the chatter chick. I did say that, didn't I? Everybody having <laughs> a good time so far. How's oh, everybody yes. good? We appreciate you all for having us. This is a special live edition. Our first live edition. Happy one year anniversary, one girls. Year anniversary. Yes, one year we started yes. this. Yay. Ooh, so nice. Me and you <laughs> must never part. Latina. Okay, anyway. So it's been yes. one it's been it's been one year. Yes. One we year met ago. Inside of a, this young lady a, a pulled bar. me aside. We met in a bar? Well, that's what we, we met in the first initial meeting. We met in the church the first time, and then uh. it led to the bar after the church. No, no, we didn't. No, no, no. no, no, no. I mean, you know. <laughs> The word gets bars. heavy. It was oh, it was, Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. So she pulled me, LaShawn pulled me to the side, and she was just like, um, I feel it in my spirit. God told me. No, because we were in that. church. We were in church. And I think you just said, I want to meet with you, and we, we should yeah. just do a podcast. Yeah, because you know what? I, I had wanted to do something. I was talking to, I was at a conference, and um, I'm talking to a group of people. I was introducing the person at the conference, and I think at the time, not to name drop, but she's a good friend of mine, Rose Rock. 
uh, Chris Rock's mom. So I was talking and I had said, I just mm -hmm. dropped that, bam, right there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, I was talking to another guy. His name was Dr. Adwan Twart. I'll never forget this. And he is a mentor at the Steve Harvey show. And he was speaking at a conference. And I was, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm dropping the name again. Drop, boop, right there. So, um, and I was talking to him. And I had introduced him during this conference and said some things about him. And he was like, you know what, and we had dinner, a group of us. I didn't have dinner with just him. But let me go on over. So, and so, okay, let me, let me cross my legs because it's about to get long. <laughs> so we talked afterwards during dinner and he says, you know what, you need to do like a podcast okay, or something. He said, you need to do something where your face could be seen. Because I said, oh, you know, I, I like to talk, you know, and sometimes, you know, I do She's little shows shake. and I'm a mistress of ceremony at a lot of different events. Ma'am. And he was like, well, I'm almost done. <laughs> I'm a woman of a certain age. Sometimes it takes me a little time. So, you know, so we were talking. But anyway, so he's the one. He's the one that dropped it in my spirit that I should do something like this. And I thought about it for, for a couple years or so. And then, you know, I, I saw Kiki and I was like, I'm going to ask her because she's always on the radio. How do you do this podcast thing? Got together with her. Boom. Jerry is a relative of mine that I hadn't seen in years. I, I, had, I really never laid out on her. No. I knew who her father was. And I, saw her on Facebook doing a radio show, and I said, Lord, this must be you, because that's a cousin, and I just talked to oh Kiki about Jesus. this. You know, so we all got together. <laughs> so this is how we started. Yes. Hey, girl, hey. Yes. Mind you, I had never heard a podcast before, never listened no. to a podcast, wow. didn't know Me what neither. the hell I was doing. I had no clue. And here we are. Yes. Thank God good. All right, so. Look at God. Won't he do it? Ooh. Won't he do it? Oh, yes, he will. Yeah. Will he won't? Okay. Willie Mom. All right, so we have a, you know, with all the, with all the funny, funny aside, we have, <laughs> we have a serious subject. Yes. We're going to talk about, um, and this young lady emailed us, and you can too at the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com if you have a subject um, that you would like to talk about. And she said, why we posted on social media, and I'll give you the handles later. Why don't we talk about sexual assault, rape, domestic violence? and failure of, failure of our justice system. And I was like, wow, why don't we just have you on the show? So please clap your hands for Miss Kimberly Fairley. Yes. Uh, in the intro of last segment, we said she was the founder of The Beauty and Brokenness. She's also an author for 144 Days. Uh, and she's gonna talk more about that. She's also a public speaker and a host of the Christian television program on Cornerstone TV, Sister to Sister. Thank you so much for being on the show for Thank agreeing. Thank you. Make sure you speak into the mic because we need to hear everything. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you wanted to talk about um, these, these issues, the sexual assault, which a lot of us are talking about yeah. with the Me Too movement. I mean, but we are connecting that with celebrity. Right. So those actual cases are happening in the real world right. with real people who are standing at the bus stop, going to work, and being violated. Yeah. So sexual assault, rape, which is different. Mm. These cases can happen, or these instances can happen during domestic violence relationships. Or without domestic violence. Or without violence. relationships. Yeah. So, and, and then we're gonna wrap up, you know, talk about the justice system or mm. the failure yeah. mm -hmm. of the justice system. Yeah. Tell us your story. So um, I had met uh, this particular guy who is actually, unfortunately, the father of my second child. He is two years old. So I met him about three years ago. And we were working in the same building together. So we didn't work for the same company. We just shared the same space physically together. 
And at the time, I was already dating someone, and he was very respectful of that. So he never tried anything. He never tried to do anything. And as soon as I broke up with that guy, then he started to swoop in. Yeah. So prior to that, we were just having real conversations about my co-parenting. And I didn't realize at the time that he was always listening to me. He never talked, but he always listened to me. Mm-hmm. So then that turned into later him using things against me that I had said to him. But um, you know, once I broke up with that guy, like I said, he swooped in and... It was really hard, and this is why I wrote the book the way that I did, because the way that I met him was already under a troubling circumstance. Mm -hmm. So in the company that I worked for, there was an incident with my former supervisor or my former director, and their resolution was to move me. So they made me move from one neighborhood to the other, and that's where I met him was working in the East Hills area. And so um, when he began to start forcing himself on me, I didn't realize that it was assault at the time. Mm because he wasn't doing it in what I would consider to be an assault. I'm thinking of Law & Order SVU, Mm -hmm. and that is always my reference for assaults, rape, those different situations. And so a guy who's being very charismatic and who's Mm -hmm. being very charming, that never once crossed my mind Mm -hmm. that this person was assaulting me even when he was covering my mouth with his hand when I would say, no, I don't want to do this. And so um, somehow, some way, I fell in love with this person. And I felt like he cared about me. He was helping me with, not co-parenting, but just giving me advice on my oldest child who was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just thought that, like, he was really into me and he was beefing me up like I was someone that was worth it and I had value and I really liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, I will never forget, I actually became pregnant on my, just around probably a couple days for my 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. So I remember going out that night and someone was telling me like, Kim, quit playing. Like if you keep on playing, you're going to get burnt by this fire. And I was like, yeah, because I think I already am pregnant. I'm not sure. Come to find out I was pregnant with my two-year-old Elijah. And um, it wasn't until after I gave birth to my son that I found out that he had already had a partner, is what he calls her, his partner. Mm -hmm. And so then that's what made me want to separate from that relationship because I didn't realize that I was the side chick. And Mm. I didn't have that much confidence in myself, but I had enough confidence to know that I was not side chick material and I didn't want to be in that position. Mm -hmm. And so despite him having her, and we all lived in different areas, so he was able to play all of us Mm -hmm. or the both of us because we all lived in different areas and we never crossed paths. Mm -hmm. So even in our professional lives, like we never crossed paths, not once. Um, In May of 2018, you know, I'm a Christian and yes, Christians slip and we made poor choices all the time. Um, I just decided for myself that I was going to pray and fast because I didn't want that relationship. I didn't want that connection. I just wanted us to co-parent our son and for this to be the one successful relationship that I had co-parenting a child. Mm -hmm. So here I am already struggling with this reality that I'm a black woman. Now I have two children outside of marriage and I didn't want to look like a statistic that anyone could see me as with having multiple baby daddies and things like that. And so I remember praying and fasting, and for me, I felt, I literally felt it in my body that that connection was broken. And I was like, God, not going back. I'm good. We're done. I told him that. We had struggled with so many things, even child support. Like at one point, I went through the system and put him on child support. He smooth talked the heck out of me, and I took him off and cleared their arrears, Mm -hmm. which was about $5,000 of arrears that he didn't pay that I just Mm -hmm. cleared out. And then I ended up putting him back on because he wasn't paying after we did all of that. I mean, we just had so many different ups and downs. And I just told him around June of 2018, like, I just want to raise our son, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Between June and September, there were four different assaults. Mm -hmm. 
in the entire time, like I'm not thinking that these are assaults because he's being very charismatic and he's being also very verbally emotionally abusive. So there would be times when he would come to my house at 12 o'clock in the morning to have sex with me, but then he would say, nobody wants to touch you, nobody wants to fuck you. And I'm like, oh, well, what is it? Do you wanna touch me? You not wanna touch me? Like, yeah. I'm not sure what position I'm in with you. And so um, the hardest thing about it was my 12-year-old who has his headphones on, um, he was the one out of all of the children, there's three children involved between the two of us, he was the one that was able to understand and hear the most. Mm -hmm. So he would hear the days when, his, when my youngest son's father would come and try to force himself on me and he would successfully do it. And I couldn't scream because I didn't think that my son was hearing this. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want him to hear those different things. But he would sometimes get mad at me and he would be like, mom, I know that he's just coming over to have sex with you. My 12-year-old wow. child was able to tell me those different things. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just tried my best to separate myself from him and even got to the point where I wouldn't told him, like, if you want to see your son, you can meet me at the police station yeah. because I know how this is going to work and I don't want to be involved in this situation. Um, unfortunately, he sued me for um, custody back in 2018. Mm -hmm. And when we did a child education seminar that day, he asked me to take him home, which I did because I said, and his license was suspended. So that's why I took him home. And I told him like, we can be friends. I, I don't mind helping you, but like we just, the physical side of this, if you have her, be with her, just leave me alone. And he just wasn't willing to do that. Mm -hmm. And okay. so I will never forget September 15th of 2018, being in his apartment, he took my cell phone off of me so I couldn't call anyone. And I just remember in the act, at one point he had me on this bench that he had in his um, dining room area. And I remember while he was choking me, like I saw the darkness in his eyes. Mm. And I wasn't sure like, am I gonna die today? Because I just remember like stuff just started going white and it got dizzy. And I was just like, I don't know what's gonna happen to me next. And so after he was done, he threw me a paper towel and he told me to clean myself up. And after that, I cleaned myself up, got my phone and I left. And I remember leaving from the steps of his apartment and I looked up at him and I said, if you have a girlfriend, why won't you leave me alone? And then I just left. And even at that time, I didn't compute that I had been sexually assaulted. I was just like, well, that was different. He's never done that to me before. And so um, I talked to a few people and they were the ones that convinced me because I was never going to report this. Mm -hmm. This was the only time that he was violent. But in my mind, there were so many different reasons. Like I had my little laundry list. He's the father of my child. If he gets put away, who's gonna help me raise this kid? Mm -hmm. How am I gonna be able to answer to my son later that this is what I did to his dad? Mm. Socially, he will destroy me because socially he was more established than me and I was in the process of building an organization. So if I build this organization, I come out and, like I'll never forget, there were things that he did in his life personally that put him in the spotlight for what he did and I remember reading articles and the way that people were responding to me. So here she goes just trying to take down another black man. Here she goes lying. Wow. There is no truth to what she's saying. So she's just trying to attack him. You and I had talked a little bit earlier before the show, and I was saying to you, and there's just, you know, I just have some questions, mm -hmm. and, I, and I know people probably ask you this question. Now, what made, it, what made it assault when you were with him several times before? Not, I'm not trying to do victim shaming or blaming or anything like that. You know what I mean? You were with him. And, and, and I asked you this. Was it, was it something that, did you feel some kind of way because you, you noted yourself as the side chick? Mm -hmm. So did that make you feel some kind of way? Rape is rape. And I get that. And 
and I was uh, talking to you earlier about, we had talked on a show one time about, uh, what's his name, um, Matt Lauer. Yeah. And you know, I was always a big Matt Lauer fan. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I had said, well how, the woman said, he raped me, and I was like, well, how did you, you couldn't get out the room? Like, you went inside of the room with him. Mm -hmm. So I just, what was, like, what, what happened? How, how did you, you, yeah, how did you know, or, or you were able to leave? I'm not trying to shame you. So that's I the just thing, it wasn't until after the fact that I even realized that there was something wrong with this. Right. So this had happened several times, like I said. I mean, like, many, many of times our interactions were was him forcing himself on me, me saying no, mm -hmm. him covering up my mouth so that I couldn't scream, even if it was just my kid in the same yeah. space, just him doing those different things. It wasn't until after the fact that one, it just was that one time. Mm -hmm. So that one time of he had pulled my hair at one point, he slapped me in my face, he was choking mm. me. It wasn't until that time when I was like, something right about this yeah. one. Like, mm -hmm. And I just didn't know because I always knew that like I could be married 10 years down the road in a happy, healthy marriage. Right. And if he wanted it, he was going to take it. And I just didn't know how to make it stop. And so that one time that he was that physically violent with me, that's when I was like, just something's not right about the way that you're interacting with me, and I don't know much, how much worse this is going to get. So, so that you, was the time. When you had gone to court, because mm -hmm. this had ultimately gone to court mm -hmm. with that, where, was a question <clears throat> asked, just like I said, you know, what made it, or did, did he get off because you had been with him several times? So that's the thing. It never went to court. Oh. The, the furthest that we got to court was when I filed for the PFA. Mm -hmm. The police advised me to do it, and I was like, he's not that violent. It was just this one time. Mm -hmm. But then when they said it, yes, I sure was. Mm -hmm. I was still trying to rationalize because in my mind it wasn't that serious. Mm -hmm. And so when they told me to do it, I was like, oh, I don't think it's that serious, and I still ended up doing it. And I will never forget my attorney telling me at that time that he had already had a charge on his record from 2012 in which he had thrown someone out of a moving car, another wow. female out of a moving car. And so um, I will never forget the judge. I will never forget him asking me after I told him all the, di the different details with four males in the room. He said, what was different? And I said, your honor, he choked me to the point I almost passed out. And he said, that, that's not how you guys conducted yourselves. And I said, your honor, he choked me to the point that I almost passed out. And I was very surprised that they even granted the PFA in the first place. And actually, it was never a PFA. Why were you surprised? Because that doesn't happen for women a lot of times. Wow. There were so many different parts of the PFA process. First of all, it wasn't a PFA, and it's not a PFA. It's a no-contact order. Mm. Because he and his attorney convinced me that if it was a PFA, he couldn't work. And if he couldn't work, he couldn't help me raise our child. So I took that and not realizing that that wasn't the truth. Mm -hmm. So I accepted that to be the truth because I was just like, well, this is what they're telling me. I'm trusting this attorney, so mm -hmm. this is what it is. So all it is is a no contact order that says that this is when you can see our child and don't come near her. That's it. So what was the, what was the, the, <clears throat> the end story to ending that chapter and starting a new chapter where you are now prompted to write this book? So that came from February 8th of this year. Um, I was in the court building and I, these are just days that I'll just never be able to forget. They had us in the hallway meeting about my case. It wasn't in a private room, they were, we were in the hallway. Yeah. And I remember my attorney asking um, whoever the district, or the assistant district attorney was, he said, wait, can we, can we go into a private room? 
and it was an older white man. He looked at us and he said, if you're not happy with these conditions, we can just stop. And I was like, so I don't even deserve privacy for people that are passing not to hear the details of my situation? Like, that's not okay. And so um, they gave me four different reasons. You know, the fact that we had already had consensual sex at one point. They didn't think that they could pursue it in court. The fact that they had seen um, text messages in my phone that I would tell him like, hey, you have this girlfriend, go with her. And I'd said her name a gazillion times, go be with her. And they said that his attorney would twist it in court to make it look like I was jealous of her. Wow. So there were so many different things that like, in the interim, like I thought that I was protecting myself, like, oh, go be with her, just, hey, remember her. And they said that that would all hurt me. And so on February 8th of this year was when they told me that they would not proceed with charges. And I remember just like that gut punch of like, I thought that I was going to pitch my story of trauma. Like, hey, this is why you should do it. And they were like, we were never gonna do it because we can't. And so- Because we, you had a consensual relationship. Was prior. that basically it? There were four different reasons. It was um, his partner that I had mentioned, the consensual relationship. There was also, <laughs> so one other part of this situation that's very key is that he'd assaulted me before and I did report it. However, I recanted because he asked me to. Mm -hmm. And so he used that against me wow. to say if she lied that time, she's lying again. So they said that they would never be able to prove that in court, that so everything gets held he was you. asking mm -hmm. me to do that. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Our Welcome today. to the world of alternative healing and wellness. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center, located at 2336 East Carson Street on the South Side, bringing effective and alternative solutions to inspire hope and restore happiness and health to the Pittsburgh community. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center is a pet-friendly and warm, welcoming establishment that specializes in natural healing and wellness services. The Natural Healing and Wellness Center sells Wonder Lab natural vitamins and Green Roads CBD products to those who are looking for more effective alternative solutions for chronic pain. Log on to our website, naturalhealing-wellness.com or call 412-904-1399. Now open the Natural Healing and Wellness Center, 2336 East Carson Street on the south side of Pittsburgh. Call 412-904-1399. That's 412-904-1399. Hey, girl, hey. We have a special guest uh, in the house, and her name is Kimberly Fairley. There's so much to this story, mm -hmm. but now we're looking at this book, and we're looking at <clears throat> the after. Mm -hmm. What was, what's the freedom the freeing feeling that you have, that that you adopted in writing this book. There was something that you needed. I, I, I honestly believe, and I could be wrong, mm -hmm. I honestly believe that we go through these things to help others. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. As hard as it is to admit it, as hard as it is to go through it, I honestly believe that there are things that, that a higher power puts us through mm -hmm. for us not only to learn these lessons, but also for us to teach right. these Absolutely. learning lessons. Yep. So. You know, now you're at a point, I don't know if you're at the kitchen table, if you're looking at the babies, you're writing this book. Mm -hmm. What was freeing, what was the, the freeing process for you, if that makes any sense? So the freeing process that day, um, we were leaving the courthouse, we came from the fourth floor to the third floor, and I thought I was okay. And as soon as I put my foot on the third floor step, I remember it felt like somebody just like sucker punched me and like the, the wind was just knocked out of me. 
So I told my attorney, like, I just need a minute. I need to go to the bathroom and collect myself. And I stepped into the bathroom, and a woman was already praying in tongues when I was there. Get out. And I just remember, like, as soon as I hit the corner of the bathroom, I just started bawling. And she's like, I remember you from the Hollander Project, and you were on TV. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Don't recognize me. Like, I'm a mess right now. Like, just let me, just wow. let me take this in. And so she looked at me. She wiped my tears. Mm. And she looked at me, and she said, honey, this is your third book. You're going to go home. You're going to write this from your mind, not your emotions, nothing else. Just write this book, and this is going to be your bestseller. And so I started on February 9th. I finished it on Mother's Day of this year. And for me, this is my opportunity to give women a perspective. Mm -hmm. And so um, this is not every example of what it looks like to be sexually assaulted. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very wary of not using the word rape because it's, to me, it's such a heavy mm -hmm. word. And I don't know, like it took me, first of all, a long time to even accept the reality that I was sexually assaulted because even that is still a heavy word. Right. But just being able to give women a point of reference of right. what it can mm -hmm. look like. Because a lot of times we look at that guy who's being very charming and very charismatic. Mm -hmm. And those are not the ones, the ones that are in the business suits. Like yeah. I love men's fashion so much I love mm. it and we like look at David, those like Mr. David man Mr. David he's cute right yeah he's <laughs> cute he's okay. cute he's wearing it so we look at he bought that <laughs> nobody bought that for him he bought that suit go ahead men's um, warehouse we look at guys like that and we can't possibly think that guys that are so well put together could possibly could commit Isn't such it? a horrific yeah. crime against a woman. That's a disguise, though. And, so, and it, it is a disguise. Yeah. And so um, just wanting to give women a, and then even men, to be able to understand that, like, this is what it felt like. Like, I, I will never forget on February 8th of this year, after I got home, I struggled with suicidal ideation, so I wanted to kill myself that wow. day. It was because, like, I love my children more than anything in this world, and I will do anything for them. But, but I told them, I told many people before I reported it, they're never going to believe me. Right. This is not going to work. And they're like, Kim, even if it doesn't work, you can get freedom and you can be empowering. And I'm like, but he's not going to be held accountable for what he did. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want is accountability. And he, I never got that from well, the situation. Well, let me, let me ask you this now. So the book is written. Mm -hmm. How many books? Is this one book, one of three? How many books have you Yes, written? this is my third book. This is the third book. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. So, so you not only being the storyteller, you are also the subject mm -hmm. in the book. Right. You are the main character. The position that you are in right now, because, and I, we talked about this off mic, mm -hmm. you know, after the paperwork has been filed, mm -hmm. in most cases it's not. Right. After the paperwork has been filed, after, you know, the good girlfriends go out to lunch, and you know, we love you girl, we praying for you, mm -hmm. after the church family leaves, and I don't want to tear up. When that's all gone, and it becomes silent, mm -hmm. like this room right now, mm -hmm. how do you, how do you get through it, and or how can we as a sisterhood continue to help you or help you continue to get through it? One of the things, so in my full-time job, I am a therapist. Well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, thank God. One of the things that I had to realize was that I needed help myself. Right. Because initially, I was like, I don't need therapy. I'm good. I'm just going to keep on moving on with my life. It is what it is. I have babies to raise. Mm -hmm. And... 
I had to sit and I had to realize that I didn't want anything about this situation to be translated into my youngest. Right. So I never mm -hmm. wanted to look at him one day and be like, ooh, you look like your dad, and then do something to him because you look like your daddy, and this is what your daddy I did to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I love, and people tell me all the time that I favor my baby over my oldest. Mm -hmm. that. But um, as a community, one of the biggest things is not only believing women in this situation, but staying in contact with women that are in these situations because not just saying oh she good she looks good yes she looks happy she right gained some weight she looks right. good right really because, because like one of the things that. we do yeah. and one of the things that people don't realize like about my situation and I literally thought about this today without even realizing I was going to say this I was thinking about the fact that like so now there's there's a part of me that's grieving my relationship with him mm -hmm. so he was a friend first mm -hmm. and now we can't even co-parent effectively mm -hmm. we can't co-parent in a way that's beneficial to my son. Mm -hmm. So in order to deal with anything about our child, we have to go through attorneys or emails. Mm -hmm. I can't say, hey, our son had a pumpkin patch. Do you like this picture? Do you want these pictures for Christmas? Like we can't mm -hmm. talk about those different things and it be on a cordial basis right, because right. we have like this tension mm -hmm. between us because I reported something that you did wrong. But you still trust him with your son. I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Um, even whenever I asked for supervised visitation because I didn't know what he was capable of, yeah. mm -hmm. the judge granted it, but I had to trust his family because there's not a system in place right now. So that's why the vision of my organization changed because there's not an organization in place right now that can provide that service for families. And mm -hmm. so by the grace of God, I have not been murdered yet by this person and I don't know what my reality is with him, but we still have to do exchanges three days a week. And people may look at me like sometimes when I exchange with my son, like tonight is an exchange. So when I exchange with my son, we do it at the Swissville Police Station. However, there's no comfort that we're at the Swissville Police Station mm -hmm. no. because we would have to call if something did happen and wait for them to respond. And I can't tell you how many times I've called the Swissville Police and told them, hey, he's late. I don't know if he's bringing my son back. I don't know what's going on. And sometimes I get the responses of, hey, we will do anything that we can to assist you. And then the same officer a couple days later might be like, well, here you go again. Like, what is it this time? Why have we not advanced in this justice system? Why is it still this way? Our justice system lost my PFA. Lost it? That's a part of the book. Okay. Whenever I called, I will never forget, it was right before my birthday. On September 25th, I called to make sure that the PFA was served. And the officer, I will never forget him telling me, well, ma'am, it's in the system. It wasn't served, but we don't know where it's at. Wow. And I said, this legal document that's supposed to protect me and my children and give proof that I have protection, you don't know where it's at? And it took them three hours to find that document. Our system is very flawed. So have you, have you lost family members? Have you lost friends um, over this situation? Um, no, I haven't lost family members or what's friends. What's your support system like? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing, so I wouldn't necessarily say that I've lost people, but I have let go of people mm. because I've watched people that are still in support of him. So they'll repost his things, they'll support him with his different things that he's doing. And I'm just like, don't do you not realize what he did to me and yeah. you're still supporting him because in this day and age with social media yeah people attack you mm -hmm. yeah and I was wondering like do you get the attacks on social media because so that's Pittsburgh the thing no that big no one unless someone is very close to me no one knows who he is mm -hmm. if you read enough of the book you'll probably figure out who he is because of just some of the details of the things that he right. did mm -hmm. 
However, I don't, and, and I didn't put his identity because I can't legally. Right. Mm-hmm. And the book is not about him. Mm-hmm. The book is about his behaviors and me highlighting that behavior that is present in a lot of males. This isn't just him. This is a behavior thing. And so um, my biggest disheartment was just looking at people that after I told them, I cried to them. Yeah. And I, I let out my heart that this is what like almost made me kill myself. Mm-hmm. They still are supporting him, even actively. Yeah. I, what have I, you taught? I, I'm sorry, honey, because we are like out of time. We may oh, have to it? invite her back. Yeah, you may have to. We may have yeah. to invite you back wow. because um, I want to talk more about the after effect and how. We, and there's so many questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we appreciate you so much for sharing your story. This made this is such a vulnerable <clears throat> subject, and we appreciate you just putting yourself out there and being an advocate for the voiceless. Absolutely. For being someone who cannot speak up or whose story may change. Mm-hmm. They may not have the outcome. They may yeah. not be allowed to write a book. Absolutely. So you're mm-hmm. saving them. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Um, you want to close out? You want to say thanks or we, we want to say grace? What are we doing? <laughs> Bow your heads. No, I'm no. Like- <laughs> But we'd like to give a special thanks to the executive director, Janera Solomon. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Development and communication director, Alana Darkins. Yeah. Thank you. And the Kelly Strayhorn staff, everybody here. Thank you, staff. We appreciate you. David Jones, Delonte Winters. Thank you. Thank you. Urban Media Today, we thank you. Because this is airing on Urban Media Today Radio, just want to remind you, um, art show happening Sunday, 5 to 8 at the Natural Healing and Wellness Center. Go to our website, urbanmediatoday.com, to get the deets on that. Thank you so much for allowing us to be here. Our first year anniversary. Thank you. What a way to spend our anniversary. Kimberly Fairley, we appreciate you. Thank Thank you so so much much. for your story. Pick up her book. Stop her in the foyer where we are right now. Oh, wait, where can, her 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 pick it? where can we pick it up? So um, I have an author page. It's author Kimberly D. Fairley. You guys can reach out to me there. Um, I only have physical copies of the book right now, so you can just come to me. Oh, that's what's up. This is Hey Girl, Hey, the podcast. Hey. Urban Media Today. Listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn Live 365 or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio.